0: Good afternoon, gang. Hope you're good. Hope you can hear me. All the usual paranoia I have over signal, etc., but it seems to be fairly stable so far, and you'll be pleased to hear I've got some esteemed guests joining me, so you're not going to have to tolerate me and my glitchy signal for half an hour. Thanks to those that persisted last week had some lovely feedback uh, on various episodes from last week, especially on Friday. We had everyone's enjoying his finance Fridays, frantically making notes in screenshots of said notes. Um, one of the things that I wanted to do uh, is to announce the, uh, a few different changes we've got for this year, chewing it over, and uh, our, my guest will help me to explain those a little more. Um, but one of the things that we wanted to promote this year is our Physiomatters' first step. Maths in Farouk, a couple of weeks talking a little bit about, uh, just before Christmas, wasn't it, about reflections on it, as well as what they've got planned. Uh, they've been doing some brilliant work with some new graduates and so I've got two members of the team joining me again today and we've got some little co-projects and co-work that we're going to do as well. Uh, It's already telling me that that we're having some issues so I hope you're still hearing me okay. Please let me know if if it's glitchy etc. There's a few dials back but otherwise um, if you can just put in the chat comment as to whether or not you're getting it loud and clear. Of course participate as we go along. When we've got guests on you guys are always dead Quiet and then I've minute you then with loads of questions that we can then no, not cool straight out the gate. Question to you before we get our guests on is your current experience with students? Are you one, or is it uh, you know, are you a placement uh, student at the moment? If you're an established clinician, that uh, in the NHS, privately, independent sectors, um your interactions with students and graduates at the moment? Kate is then like. I mean, it keeps glitching, so I'll try and sort that out in a second. Hopefully, Reese and Amelia, I guess today, they'll be a bit better than mine and I can sort stuff out. But hopefully, it should tidy itself up. And without further ado, Amelia, Reese, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you.
0: Great. Sorry about the connection issues, if that occurs. I've warned you both that if it goes off air, then you're going to have to hold court. It'll be a baptism of fire. You'll have to just lead the line on it, okay? But we're here. First off, I think it'd be smart for us to just have you both introduce yourself If those for those that don't know you. Uh, Amelia, would you like to go first?
1: Yep. Um, I'm Amelia Bell-Bentley. I'm a final year physiotherapy student at Salford University, and I'm a member of the Physio Matters, Team and the Physio Matters First Step team, which you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at PM First Steps.
0: Brilliant. A little bit of promo straight out the gates. Reese?
2: My name is Reese Perrett. I'm a second year student at Manchester Met, about to start my placement next week, and I'm part of the Physio Matters First Steps.
0: Brilliant. Now, thank you both for being here. Um, we've got a number of things we want to try and cover, and so I, I hope uh, our signals, which seem to have stabilized a little bit, behave themselves. Um, but Amelia, I'll start I'll start with you because you've been involved um, with Physiomatters for a little while now and also uh, just coincidentally happened to be local. So you came through a vetting process that was blinded. When you, you, you were announced as our um, apprentice, I think we called it at the time, didn't we? Um, it turned out you were local. So you also then came as an intern over the summer, not last year, of course, but the year before at Choose Health. So we've worked with you a little while. This First Steps project really close to your current working environment, isn't it? And so you've been able to get your teeth into that. How has the landscape changed then in recent times? This this I'm talking obviously in pandemic times. You've almost had a split. Your student time has been half and half pretty much directly. So how has that been?
1: Um, I think like some things haven't changed, like the, the content and the information that we're learning and the core principles of physiotherapy, obviously, Haven't changed, and our lecturers have still been like really supportive and really communicative with us. And our like physio friends have still been like great and still supportive through like WhatsApp or whatever. We're still keeping in touch. And but in terms of placement, it just adds like a whole nother layer of complication like less placement availability. And then, like, when you're on placement, you're worried about whether you'll catch covid and give it to the patients or whether you'll accidentally catch covid and give it to your family or whether your placement will be interrupted whether you'll be redeployed whether the staff you know they've got other priorities on top of their normal priorities i mean you already appreciate that staff are always really busy anyway but they're just more busy than normal they've got more concerns um but it's amazing like how how much they're still providing that excellent experience
0: yeah so Well, that's great, and I'm, I'm I'm so pleased to hear of all the stories we're getting about people. And the learning's a bit same. more
1: online than normal, but apart yeah. from that,
0: yeah. Okay, no fair play. That's brilliant. Now, Rhys, uh, anything to add to that, mate? Because you know you're in a you're in a similar boat, but I think did you say a second year student?
2: Yeah. So my first year, we got interrupted in March, and then our, we had a. We were meant to have our um, placement in the summer, which got cancelled due to COVID. Um, So we've not been out on placement yet, and we're hoping to go out on Monday. But as Amelia touched on there, the availability of placements has been reduced a little bit. So some students may or may not be going out on placement next Monday as well. Everything's been online. We've had... um, about once or twice a month we've gone in for some practical work um, in our little bubbles, but that's been very limited. So
0: Right. Now I'm I'm certainly not trying to bait tears here, guys, but how stressful has it been for <laughs> students in this landscape then?
2: Massively stressful. Wow. Massively.
1: Uh, I, I think it's mixed. I feel like some things are easier, but that it does ask add that additional stress but I'm equally thankful to have like physiotherapy to focus on because if I didn't have physiotherapy on my course there I'd be like spending much more time worrying about the pandemic whereas I feel like I'm doing something actively to help so even though it is more stressful with all these concerns I equally feel like proud of myself and for everything that I do and it takes the pressure off in terms of what you can achieve you just know that turning up and trying your best you should be really grateful that you've managed to do that in such a situation so yeah
0: yeah, that's a great point. I think it, the the inherent uh, feeling of being able to contribute productively, uh, both to your, you know, obviously your your careers as well, but also the social impact of the work that you're then doing, it, you know, the redundancy that it might feel if you weren't involved in that, it might be, it might loom large. So it's a really good point. But Reese, just on that, on that then, with regards to sort of some of the stress and burden and stuff, you guys are having to juggle many things. Um, what's the um, What's the, the sort of sense like in terms of how different it is going to be in outcomes, really? Uh, is that something that you perceive is going to be that you're going to be the graduate that you'd expect or is there going to be some differences there that are going to come for the ride?
2: Um, I think it's mixed. I think it depends on how you learn as well. I'm quite a practical learner, so I've struggled a little bit. Um, but other people that I've worked with have excelled this year as well. So I, I think it's mixed. I think it comes down to what type of learner you are. Um, I must add as well, I, I must like stress because I've got a 12-month-old baby as well. So I that in the midst of COVID. and uh, Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, again, you're not a million miles away geographically either, Reese. So I think in normal times, we'd have been able to get as uh, toddlers together as well as have been able to have a a drink over over our shared interests. And so that's the thing that upsets me uh, is not being able to see both of you in person uh, for a good while, at least with Amelia. And Reese, we've never met in person, which upsets me. So let's uh, all all wish for sunnier climbs uh, in the pandemic terms soon. What I want to ask on that theme, though, is i can I've been reflecting myself on the let's press fast forward and start to think about some of the consequences on graduates that have then had to sort of weather this storm to use that metaphor, and that there is this very real question over the quality of education and the logistics et cetera that you've been able to be to have in order to then and also the adjustments in standards that have needed to be um, made. And I think that's a very fair concern for qualified members of staff and professionals to feel. Like, has the bar been dropped in a sensible way to account for this? Or is it something that, therefore, that that crop of graduates is going to be somewhat compromised? And they're not meaning it in a nasty way, therefore we won't employ them. They're just meaning, is there going to be other things we need to, other provisions in place that we're going to need to do that we wouldn't otherwise do when someone has met a graduate point? And then there's this similar overlapping problem, which is that, it kind of offers some support for a group of therapists that have been constantly degrading the, every next crop of students almost. You know, it's like, oh, standards are slipping. They've been making that noise for 10 years, right? As, you know, like, generically without pointing at specifics. I I worry that that gets overindulged. And so I think there's some legitimate concern. And then there's this overblown fear mongering about what that might mean and, and how good students are going to be coming out of uh, of uni. I just wondered if you guys had given any thought to that and, and had any reflections on on what i'm describing there yeah, do you want to take
1: this race yeah,
2: i've had a, a few thoughts obviously i'm a mature student um so i've had a few thoughts a few plans of where i wanted to go and it, it is a concern whether we're going to have the skills to move forwards as a, a graduate but also i think i'm at exciting but also stressful period where we're going on to placement and I feel like we learn so much more on placement and there's whether that's in person whether we're going into hospitals or whether it's virtual as well I feel like we're at the forefront of a new age of physiotherapy where we're going to do a lot more virtual clinics and I feel like we can really push that as students learning online we can graduate and push that as we graduate into roles as well
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm concerned that maybe I won't have all the skills that other years would have had or that people will need or it might be more difficult when I go into a role. But equally, I think that can be, you know, mitigated for by like support, you know, such as mentoring support when when you arrive in a job or by a good like, um, what's it called, CPD program or preceptorship program something like that like that could mitigate for the learning that's missed but i from the placements that i've had i can only speak from mine the learning experience has still been really good like i can't imagine that i would have learned much more if we hadn't been in a pandemic yeah i didn't get everything like there were things going on and it might have compromised some aspects but i still feel like i've gained adequate learning and the marking process was still you know really strict and making sure I hit those key targets. So that wasn't relaxed. So in some ways I feel I'm more skilled because I've had to be more independent. I've had to be more proactive.
0: Right.
1: So I think it, I think I would be cautious to say that um, to cautious to say that would be less skilled or, you know, those people that uh, might be a bit worried about um, this band, this group of physios coming to practice. I'll be cautious
0: yeah, I think it would be it would be unfair and unfair and painting with too broad a brush, wouldn't it, to sort of infer that across the board. However, we just need to make sure that then there is a clarity as to why those things have been uh, mitigated. Because as I said, there's almost a there's a credible. You can imagine that, uh, and I know it's it's my job to pay attention to these sort of broad trends. But imagine I was just speaking as a clinician rather than being involved in sort of the social commentary side side of the industry that I am. I would I would hold that thought and and wonder you know and just not be close enough to know whether those things have been mitigated sensibly and so we've just got to make sure that whilst we don't dismiss anyone that's got any legitimate concerns in that direction but then also don't allow people to then infer that oh we've just got we've just got people almost fresh out of the GCSEs they don't have a clue we're going to need to provide provisions and and because I think that that will patronise, and also Um, not give you guys the opportunities to kick on especially those and this is my bias with working with you guys is especially those like you that have been bolstering their learning through social interactions using educational materials and even producing other educational materials for your peers right you're you're right in at the sharp end of it. If you get painted with that broad brush, uh, then, then it's going to be of a massive loss to the industry who should be accelerating your progress and your careers. So I think that's no lovely answers, guys. Really appreciate that. It's also one of the reasons why, one of the things that we've come to realise, and I mentioned this last week to, to regular listeners, is that uh, on tuning It Over, purely as a means of me needing to make sure I scarper off a bit quickly on Tuesdays for childcare, I was then thinking, right, it'd be smart for me um, one of my favorite things to do is hand the microphone over to platform the uh, the other voices that are important in this space. And therefore, we're going to have guest hosts and First Steps were top of that list. right? I wonder if the First Steps team could host Tune It Over once a month on a Tuesday. First, month, first Tuesday of the month we've gone for, and that's going to be what we're going to do from here. So as of next week, so next Tuesday will be the first TakeOver episode. Uh, whereby first steps, we'll be talking about these sorts of things, not just for students and new graduates, but also giving insight uh, from the uh, for, to therapists and hopefully offering some of those reassurances that I was talking about. Really, so that's the big announcement. Next Tuesday is your first show. What have you got in store for us, Amelia?
1: Well, really excited to be giving our first show. It's going to be a great focal point for the work that we're doing. We can summarise the things that we're doing, but also we can bring like a real student voice as well. So, you know, you might be thinking, oh, what? how are these students feeling like what's going on with the students at the the moment you know we we can be that voice for you we can keep you up to date and we're hoping we can have little guests on you know people that are relevant to us other students that might be on placement at the moment clinical educators get the inside scoop on like what clinical educators are thinking because as a student on placement that's what you always want to know <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: um and yeah lecturers and things like that but also we love organized funds so maybe some quizzes
0: <laughs> brilliant yeah
1: that <laughs> yeah.
0: sounds good as well i'm looking forward to that uh reese important to try and make sure we don't we, we make sure we bridge the any divides that could occur between students their educators as well as the like you mentioned, in clinical educators and their future their future colleagues of course um so w- what sort of stuff do you feel that this as, me, as well as the other First Steps project uh, materials can do to try and imp- enhance that conversation?
2: I think we need to really get, a, a, as Amelia touched on, a student voice to, say, to show that we're not being you know, held back with our teaching and to show that we are learning and we are progressing and we've got ideas that can progress even you know as we graduate, before we graduate. Mm-hmm. We've got ideas that we can push forward to enhance physiotherapy as students as well
0: yeah no that's 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 definitely something that we've seen emerging from your other work in first steps really is that ability for you guys to to because you're paying attention to it closely you're able to bring things that that others wouldn't think about and because we've got you know all the plates that we're all spinning in practice at the moment and also it's it's remiss i saw some people concerned uh, again it's social media so this is not a representative sample at all but people expressing concerns about well i would take some students but i'd be concerned about their their compliance with policy etc with regard and i was just like that's just really clumsy because if anything you guys will be right up there with wanting to make sure that you're compliant it's not as if you're going to sort of am- amble into practice maskless touching everything yeah it's like I imagine you guys have been having to be really strict with yourselves and, and, and your general policies internally on that sort of stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, for my placement, potentially starting next Monday, but don't know yet, but this morning I had to go and take a COVID test, got another one booked for later in the week just to keep on top of it, make sure that right. I'm negative going into hospitals if I do. So we are doing things. We're not just, you know, we're not just typical sort of the typical student um what people think of a typical student going out drinking all the time not really having much responsibilities i think that needs to be sort of wiped away a little bit and the fact that we are responsible you know we are going and living through this as ourselves so i think we are going to be taking things forward quite a lot
0: mm. is it and that caricature still looms large amelia
1: um, I, f- I feel like that is often the perception especially I'm also a mature student as well and people think that now I've gone back to university I'm going to be out you know drinking going on nights out but actually the physio course is really intensive and I know even some of like the younger students I'm I'm like astonished by how mature they are for that age like I when I was that age like and the things they're having to deal with like and the seriousness of the situation when they're in hospital like it is like some of them are working on COVID wards and things like that. So to think that they wouldn't be able to realize the seriousness of the situation, especially if you took the time to sit down with them and talk about, you know, what the policies are and why they're important. I can't think of any like physio student that I know that wouldn't take that on board and be sensible with that because you feel, you imagine the guilt of feeling like that you've infected a you know a patient on placement and they've died because. Because of you, so you, you don't you know you are taking it seriously and you are like mm. having to be more careful in your life outside of placement. Uh, I'm sorry okay. to get all you know a bit heavy. No,
0: um. right. no, no, no you're, right. you're right. No, it's it's definitely worth emphasising, isn't it, that you guys are having to be um, are being appropriately thoughtful in that direction, as well as this being you are budding healthcare professionals in a pandemic, and therefore aren't. Um, and also it does help that the pubs are bloody closed doesn't it like, yeah exactly i was gonna
1: say but they're closed anyway so it's not really an option <laughs> is it yeah
0: but this is the thing i don't want to suddenly come across as a hypocrite i can just imagine someone sort of shouting at the shouting at their screens at the moment that might have known me as a student right so they, they, there is you two as well as your team and as well as the general you know uh, joe blog student at the moment especially in physio is certainly more sensible than i was but it is a different time now i'm not excusing in, in every aspect of my behavior back then don't get me wrong however it's something that in in these times it takes for an appropriate level of professional seriousness um and and that goes in and out of place but you know it used to be certainly at different levels and I'll admit this myself is that certainly um, professionalism is something that wasn't a word anywhere near me particularly outside of placement now on placement of course I appropriately stepped up now it is relevant that those lines are those things are closer together because of the way in which you need to keep yourself safe and sound but also be an appropriate representative of a healthcare community to not then be really cavalier with your own safety bubbles etc and coming into close contact with people as a means of role modeling also, like Reese is saying, to make sure you don't compromise your own learning as well as the uh, the potential that you could then put other people at risk. So no, it was well worth well worth emphasizing and and I and I can reiterate what you've said about the maturity that we're continuing to see of this next crop of students coming through. And if anything, the fact that you've had to be really thoughtful about that stuff, I think is only going to mean that things that would have otherwise been dry before, such as governance and safety related <laughs> policy stuff, it's like you're sharper on that than than ever uh, we've had a comment already come in here from from jane ashbrook who's been on the show before and also obviously contributed to various different pieces of content we've done for students she said it'd be great to have some discussions with clinical educators about how everyone's about everyone's concerns on placement these are really pertinent points about uh, uh that are concerning our students and educators especially students who haven't yet been out um and now i can't believe it's in my comment now where are we are you haven't had students on placement during the pandemic yet. Jane, this is the problem. You put such a bloody lengthy comment on. I can't read it. Where are we on? <laughs> sorry for the long-winded comment. Brilliant. It does actually say that. It says, sorry for the long-winded comment. Yes, Jane, you should maybe have done it in two and I've would been able to put it all on screen. Thanks, though. And that's a really good point. Do you think that that's, um, that's going to be, you're going to have guests on and stuff uh, to talk, talk through those issues and, and get stuck into them? Because sometimes they're kind of, don't that stuff just doesn't get said enough I would say
2: yeah uh, Amelia touched on it before we are looking to get guests on so like clinical educators other students maybe even lecturers as well Jane's one of my lecturers at MMU so it'd be great to have her on so yeah
1: yeah I think the CSB students have also done um a video Q a Q&A video similar but we definitely yeah that's something that's a great idea I've already written it down in my notepad don't worry Jane
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've got a Reese fan in here Teresa said yeah good to see you Reese nice one is that is your, your mum Teresa <laughs> no uh, I think
2: it's someone from the
0: course right, really. no, that's great um so what I want to ask um <laughs> as well guys is with regards to some of the um we all know that one of the enhancements to a student experience is the non-clinical and, 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 a, and a massive part of it. Now, Amelia touched on the fact that compared to someone who's got eight contact hours a week, typically on an Econ 101 degree or what have you, then it's a different environment as a student. It was when I was there, but we all know that those things are important features and it'd be remiss if we didn't touch on them. How much are you guys missing that and the student experience that, that comes with that?
2: Go to you first, Reese. For right. me, um, as as my you know educators will know, I like to ask a lot of questions, as you probably know as well, Jack. And <laughs> so, the ability to be in person and be able to just approach the the staff, the lecturers, and ask questions—that's really something that I miss. Uh, having that interaction, that back-to-back interaction, you can have it on sort of teams and video calls, but just it doesn't feel right. Doesn't seem the same that you can have, so that's one of the things I struggle with is that having that dialogue back to back with lect- with the lecturers, but also with our fellow students. Normally, we'd be studying in groups, you know, around a table, having a chat, having you know a couple of something to eat, and that's something that we haven't been able to have as well. It's all been I've been revising on teams the last couple of weeks for an exam, and it's very wooden, if that makes sense.
0: Sure. Yeah, I can understand that. Now, as is as is the you know studiousness of the first steps team. I asked a question about non uh, extracurricular, non clinical stuff, non physio stuff, and he gave me a physio answer. <laughs> Fair play, Reese. It was a good answer, but that's not necessarily what I meant. Amelia, you have a try. What about the other non physio stuff?
1: Um, um. Do you mean like about first steps sort of stuff? No, I don't. <laughs> Honestly, please. <laughs> I ask, like, what, what do you mean you what do you mean up? sorry reword this question i'm getting lost in the question exactly. here if
0: both if you've both misunderstood it's the question that's at fault then definitely right this might blow your minds right being a student goes beyond being a physio student right okay. so there are other things students do drinking or otherwise that i'm saying <laughs> have been compromised by the pandemic <laughs> i'm trying to say <laughs> Ready? Exactly. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Netball, but I, I mean, do you need me to get, spell too many examples? or we? Get I, I'm right?
1: getting the picture. Net, netball <laughs> is that the sort of thing? It can be. I well, I normally play netball every Monday. Like I love playing netball. Like when I was studying, doing that was, you know, it sort of kept me grounded and like gave me something to focus on and just enjoyment. Just thinking about is the ball going to hit my face? Like I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> doze off at any point or think about anything else because the ball would hit my face but I can't do that at the moment and I've just like completely forgotten about it blocked it out my life a bit but then the other day I saw that netball was like being screen- streamed on YouTube and I just watched it and I remembered like the joy that I felt playing netball like I can't wait to get back it's going to be amazing but I've started painting or I've just changed up my hobbies a bit um, right, okay. is what I've done but yeah, it helps living in a shared house with people for me because I've got like people around to hang out with.
0: Um, yeah, I can imagine that's that's one of the things. At least it's not come with it some social isolation from housemates, etc. Reese, um, now that now that I've managed to spell my question out a bit better.
2: Yeah, so I'm sort of I'm outside of the the typical uni experience with being a dad for the last twelve months, but. I've missed going to like the gym. I owned a gym up until the summer and closed that down due to the pandemic. So I, I missed that interaction with other my friends that I go to gym with. You know, I was working, doing some hours with a football club that's semi-professional and that's closed down as well. So that whole interaction has gone as well. So it's, there's all kinds of things that it's affected away from
0: the the physiotherapy side i'll tell you what this has been a fantastic show but also a great lesson in you know the questions that you guys are going to ask are going to be far clearer uh, than the ones that i'm asking so uh, i'm really looking forward to that so please for those that are tuning in both live and afterwards now make sure you tune in to the first steps takeover first tuesday of every month, on chewing it over, as well as then paying attention to the Physiomatters first steps as a project. We're going to be platforming them at therapy live events, as well as then all sorts of different co-projects we're going to be doing. Make sure you plug those uh, social media handles again, Amelia, and give me just a few last words if you would.
1: Um, yep. So you can follow us on at PM first steps on Twitter and Instagram. One of the cool events that we've got coming up is a virtual coffee morning for students and new grads. That's on the sixth of Feb one till three that's just like a general chat so we're hoping like physio students and new grads from all over the UK or you know can come and we can just chat about the different things that we're facing but we're really excited for our first takeover next week and so stay tuned for that and yeah we've got a newsletter coming out you know it's it's all going on we want loads of people to get involved with us we want it to create. we want to create a learning community and um, a supportive learning community where all physio students and new grads can feel like they can ask those difficult questions
0: mm, brilliant and rest assured that when things do start to get back to normal in peacetime um, and we will definitely be able to find opportunities to get you guys all together um At various different university sites across the country, so that this isn't going to be virtual forever this is the this is a way in which we can bridge those gaps and be able to really kick start that once you guys can get interacting again in person. Reese, a few final thoughts from you as well as make sure you pu- plug the your own personal social media handles as well guys.
2: Yeah, so I think it's really stressful times for a lot of students right now. But one thing I will say is keep plugging through and we will get through the other side and we will have a lot more experiences to be able to draw upon. So stick with it. And if anybody needs anybody to chat to, our DMs are always open as well. Brilliant. No, that's really good.
0: I noticed a comment come in here from Thriller72 on YouTube. Where do we find that? I assume the best way is to... I don't know if this this question might have been answered by Amelia's answer following those accounts on social media is where you'll get all those updates, as well as the fact that, and I suppose that's another, I can't remember if this is, I don't think it's an exclusive announcement, but certainly we're gonna be helping Physiomatters First Steps as a project to have a, a better digital footprint and infrastructure, including a website soon. And so it's gonna be more and more obvious, but in the meantime, follow Matters' First Steps on Instagram and on Twitter, and that should get you where you need to be, especially for the coffee morning and all sorts of other exciting features you guys have got planned. Thanks so much for today. Really appreciate it. And good luck next week. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to make a mess here. Yeah? I'm worried now.
1: <laughs> no, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll baptism see. Nice. Of, see baptism of fire? Baptism of fire? That's the word <laughs> I was looking
0: for. No, we'll go with baptism of fire. <laughs> <laughs>